I'm Jim Wampler, writer and editor for Goodman Games. And I'm Michael Curtis, writer and general lackey of Goodman Games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, enjoy listening to Legends of Tabletop. Steve-O is standing there, and he's like, Thanks, you guys! Shit! I thought I was dead! Oh, yes. What the fuck? Oh, you're probably the only one! Oh, this is so good, Steve-O! Wait a minute. Are you, are you really... Are you, are you really here? Steve-O is there, and he's wearing a slipsuit. And Scylla looks at him, and she, she gives him a hug. She's like, I thought you were dead! Uh-oh. Oh, she she hired Steve. <laughs> Nash just kind of like hangs his head and like oh, so oh, this, is this is amazing. This is amazing. Our paths cross again, huh? Oh, God, this is wonderful. You dude, look, I'm sorry, I fucked up, but you know, let's get out of here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should probably get out of here, right? I guess the sh- I guess uh, the orb gasm is probably done, right? No good. You forget it, Ridge. Can you get us the fuck back out of here? Oh, I'm sure I can. Sure. Why not? <laughs> At this moment, you feel the Marduk is moving again. I didn't do that. <laughs> get back up there. Get back up I mean, there. I, I mean, I'm there. I'll get. I'm, yes, okay. I'm there. Nash? Yes. You just, you just had a. You just, you just thought of something completely unrelated. What was it? <laughs> um. I don't think I fed the cat before we left. Oh, oh no. <laughs> awesome. That's beautiful. The Marduk is moving again. You realize that it's being pulled up into the air. You turn to look toward out the viewing portal. Um, there's a bunch of mud and slime, some sort of wet, meaty substance all over the ship. And then you lurch up and into, oh, my God. You're in Jasper's mouth. Jasper's, Don't let me eat this, Reg. That's not, whole, can't be good. It's really small, and it's inside Jasper's food dish. And Jasper just licked it up, and your ship is like the size of a, a morsel of food, and you've just gone inside your cat's mouth. Oh, fuck. Uh, this, is, this is like an inner, inner space. Everybody make a psyche roll. Okay, good. Oh, I got another eight. Seven. <laughs> Seven for Reggie. It's okay. It's Jasper. He wouldn't hurt us. <laughs> you feel the ship and, and all of the food that you're surrounded with goes sliding down the throat of the cat and into its belly. Now, Reggie, mm-hmm. a special psyche roll for you. Okay. Uh, uh, five straight up. If with lucid dreaming, it's uh, seven. Yeah, you can apply lucid dreaming. You've you've been here before. Something about eating yourself. The reason you were eating yourself was to get into your own stomach acid, so that your stomach acid could dissolve you. 
The yeah. ship is sliding into the cat's stomach acid, and that's that makes everything okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's all it's all good. This is fine. Uh Scylla is uh looking around to, to see where she can strap herself in and, and meanwhile she's explaining to Nash that uh, if we can, if we can get the orgasm, I mean, that's a two hundred million dollar vessel, baby. I, I didn't know Stevo was gonna fuck up. Oh no, Stevo! Don't blame it on Stevo. I mean, did you talk to him before you went out? How did you not? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I, Reg, do you think we can get? We we can't get the. The orbgasm. Right now, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie is Reggie is sort of focused on his belly, and he's rubbing his belly because yeah, that's where is, that's where the stomach acid is. This is going to be so good. We're inside the big stomach that's dissolving us, but inside me, there's a little stomach right here, and yeah. it dissolves everything. That's the, what the world is, really. It's the whole universe is all just stuff dissolving in stomachs and inside that there's another stomach that's dissolving other stuff and that stuff is made of whole universes which are dissolving other things in their stomachs it's just like a never-ending cycle of stomach digestion reg are you with me reggie of course. yeah do you, i mean do you understand the digestive system and how <laughs> it i need you to know under i need you to understand it's universes upon universes just Consuming and digesting. I, I I don't know. I don't know. You eat your poop. I don't know, dude. Like exactly. You eat your poop. Science. <sighs> he turns to little Kim. I, Kim, what do you think? I, it looks busted. Yeah. The moment you turn to little Kim, the oh, no. the the ship turns into a theater, and you all are standing on the stage, and. There's nobody out in the audience, but the hall is dark and the spotlights are on you. And you realize you're all wearing like garter belts and bustiers and push-up bras. And your faces have been painted white with exaggerated makeup. So you're all like looking like drag pantomime. And you're all wet because there's a pool just at the edge of the stage. And you remember climbing up out of it and then stumbling around. And here you all are in in wet drag, dripping on stage, and you know you're supposed to sing. Oh, Red, the Red, ice cream is, truck, ice cream is it, truck. Is this your thing, man? Like, I is all of this in your you you're are you Reg? Are you the representation of the universal cow? Tell me that's not what's happening right now. And Scylla says, "There it is," and she points up. And there's the orgasm, or rather, what looks like a, a model of the orgasm, maybe two meters across, and it's coming down on a on a wire like a prop from the, the phantom of the opera the stage. It's coming towards you as it as it descends on this on a wire. It's the chandelier. Nash tries to grab it. <laughs> Make a grace roll. <laughs> we're supposed to we're supposed yeah. to let it crash into us. B to three. I uh, rolled two fours. I don't uh, know if okay. I add anything or not. So you do, yeah. So you do grab it, and it's a, it's a, now you're holding a big sphere. It's much bigger than you. It's like two meters across, but it's light like a beach ball, and you can see where the the damage in the hull is, 
And you can look inside the beach ball and see several different floors and the medical bays and the pilot's chairs. You're holding a big fucking model of your girlfriend's spaceship. And Reggie, what are you doing? Um, expecting the chandelier to crash into us, a la Phantom of the Opera. But now she's grabbing it. Oh, you've I... grabbed the chandelier. You've interrupted the play. Can you do anything with this? Yeah, sure. Reggie tries to climb inside of it. <laughs> uh, lucid dreaming. Lucid oh. dreaming roll. I. Okay. Yeah. I. Yes. 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 So that's psyche plus lucid dreaming skill. That's a. Oh boy. A four a six. Four plus two six. That was almost bad. All right. So I need to get some more coffee. What happens is Reggie kind of gets smaller as he climbs into the model of the ship. So from Reggie's perspective, um, now the ship is the, the right size and he's inside it and he's looking at all of the damage at the edge of where this big hole has been ripped a couple floors deep in the hull. So Nash has grabbed this big prop orgasm. Reggie has sort of leapt over and climbed inside it, getting smaller as he as he climbs inside it, so that now Nash is holding the prop vessel, which is holding Reggie, and uh, I can I, I speak with the ship and convince it to 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 to, to fix it. fix yourself F- fix yourself now, and then let's go get everyone in the Marduk and let's go home. Knit yourself back together. The ship has a sexy and sultry male voice. Of course it does. And it I will says, call him Richard. It says, I think I may be able to do that with your help. Of course, I'm, I'm here at your disposal, Richard. Okay, and it's time for a new frame because you actually have already made your lucid dreaming roll this time. Um, okay, so everything kind of changes. You're all... You all feel like you're the the right size. Like Reggie isn't small anymore, but no one is on a stage anymore either. Every everyone is sort of floating, suspended in like like a jello like substance. It's a little difficult to move. And there are big pieces of fruit floating also in the jello with you. You can you're all st- you're all wearing your suits, so you're fine. But it's a little difficult to move now. Reggie is way, way over there, next to the orbgasm, which is the right size, so it's now like twenty meters across. But he's quite far from Nash and Kim. What do you do? I grab uh, if Sil is still next to me. I grab her, and I you know I radio to Kim, and I'm like, swim for it. We gotta we gotta swim. Okay, you're going to have to make a might roll to do anything that seems like grabbing, because this stuff has some resistance to it. All right. Can I add my Krav Maga? You're, you're a piece of fruit floating in jello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can add your Krav Maga. That would give me a six. All right, you do, yeah, you do manage to push through it and, and grab her, but like the even, even using all your, like, knowledge of musculature and muscle mass strength and grace um you still can't move your arm much faster than like this mm. the stuff is is uh well it's like jello 
<laughs> and by the way, it's orange. Oh, we're back to this now. <laughs> um, so you do grab her by the wrist, and let's see if she can manage to do the same. She does manage to do the same to Stevo. So now you've got a human chain, you and Scylla and Stevo all grasping each other. And now we cut back over to Reggie, who had just told the Marduk to fix itself. And at that moment, Reggie, you realize that if this is all your dream, then you telling the Marduk to fix itself is actually you telling you to tell yourself to tell the Marduk. To fix me. <laughs> and that means yeah. you need to make another lucid dreaming. Yes. We'll do this together, Richard. <laughs> that's a that's a six, eight, six, seven, eight. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. The the best total is eight? The, the my, my top is an eight. Yeah, it's a six plus two eight. Yep. Okay. Um <laughs> that's a yes, but um, so yes, you command yourself to command the Marduk to not the Marduk, the orbgasm oh, yeah, to yeah. fix itself. And you do see the 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 walls sort of back into place, creeping together. That's right. Right? And until they fuse together as one thing. But you notice that just as as it gets down to the barest little pinpoint point, a tiny little drop of something pink comes in and drips onto the floor and then the wall closes up. Oh no. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, that's going to be something. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to deal with And you actually are much better off than than everybody else. You're still actually inside the vessel. Don't the other the three, other. the other three are outside of the Marduk, which is somewhere else out there in the Jello. So, now I guess the question is which direction is the human chain going to going to go? Uh, can we you can see go toward Marduk? the orbgasm, which is farther away, but that's where Reggie is, or you can go this way toward the Marduk, which is closer. Is little Kim in the Marduk, or is she out with us? Little Kim is out with you, and uh, actually, she is on the other side of the Marduk. Hmm. So I don't. So I don't see her. So I'm like, little Kim, where are you at? Well, you can see her over the tail of the vessel. She's oh, up okay, there, so floating like, next to it, like a, a square. Uh, um, it's a, it looks like a piece of peach that's been diced into squares. So there's a peach square right next to her. I'm like, uh, little Kim, see if you can get in inside the Marduk. I'm gonna, we're gonna make it over that way. You do have radio communication. Little Kim still has control of her mind. Roger that. I should do when I get inside. Can you fly that thing? Can she fly that thing? I assume not, but... I, I gave everybody their skills, so I'm just checking. No, she cannot fly that thing. Just keep the home fires I mean, burning. In, in this game, anybody could try anything, but her chances of succeeding are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so roger that, and let's... Now the next frame begins. Um, okay. John Alpha, look at your character sheet. Okay. First word that catches your eye, say it. Survival forest. Okay. And John Beta, look at your character sheet. First yes. word that catches your eye, say it. Oh man. Uh dark dark matter. <laughs> dark matter. Dark matter. Survival forest and dark matter. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Shit. The ships are gone, your suits are gone, your clothes are gone. 
Everybody's naked. You're in a dark forest. And something disgusting, something dark and wet and disgusting is being dropped upon you or raining upon you from above, which is making the muddy, gross ground. It's, oh, it stinks. It's dead flesh. Not only dead, but rotten flesh. Awful dung piled upon you, and it's now it's up to your shin, uh. and and it's raining shit and filth and disgusting rotting meat Good. on all of your naked bodies, and the <laughs> ships are nowhere to be seen. This is just. And if you don't figure out something to do soon, um, it's it'll be up past your mouth in a minute. Are, are we like in an open forest? Yeah. Fuck. Climb, climb. Reggie flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on for the toilet flush. Let's okay. Climbing for the trees. Okay. So you're shouting climb. I imagine you're, you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a grace roll. Do you have athletic skill that might apply? I do, but he would... Um, he would assist or push Scylla up before he climbs. Oh, you are, yeah, you are still holding Scylla by the wrist, and she's got Steve right, I, you're I all, just, you're all naked. Yeah, I, 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 you know, separate her, and I'm like, go, go, go. Her tits are flashing. <laughs> He's momentarily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Grace roll. Oh, you know what? And everybody has to make a psyche roll. Sure. <laughs> Yes, because of the shit, yes. Oh, oh four. Uh, four, uh, six. Six. Uh, I got a good thing for a failure. Do you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> good, because this was a yes but. Oh, oh yes but, okay. Uh, I was going to say, he, he starts to slip into some kind of a flashback where they had sent them sort of on a mission where there had been previous combat. And as they were, you know, like trying to work, you know, through a position and like dig in, they dug in and they found the bloated corpses of a, you know, of a previous, you know, firefighter or whatever. So like, as I started to like dig in foxholes, they just like hit, you know, a layer of bodies. So it kind of like jars him back to that sort of thing. That is disgusting. And you head toward the nearest tree and scramble up it. And as you look down, because you you lost grip on Scylla, and you hear her screaming because amidst the dung and waste and filth that's raining down upon you all, you see dozens of bloated corpses. Reggie. Mm-hmm. You, you were saying something? Yeah, uh, I was saying uh, that Reggie, which is he just goes over and flushes the toilet. Um, this is a, a dreaming roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's an eight. That's an eight again. My little pony dice. Minus one, one die. Reggie turns to his side, and there is a toilet sitting right there in the middle of the fucking forest. 
And he goes over and he flushes it because he knows that we're inside the dream of him dreaming all of this. So when he flushes the toilet, we're going to be inside that toilet bowl that goes down and all this flush is going to be gone. Yeah. But <laughs> but that's not what happens. In, instead, what happens is he pulls the handle on the on the toilet and pink slime comes flying up out of the toilet. And it won't stop. It's now it's spraying and it's all over Reggie. And the strange thing is, Reggie, it feels kind of good. It reminds you of being dissolved in stomach acid. Oh, nice. Oh, this is good. Okay. Oh, I can get I can get into this. <laughs> well, I thought that I was gonna do something else. That's my bad. Um, but this feels kind of nice. <laughs> Reggie. Yes. A couple months ago, mm-hmm. you're. Your brother died. Ah, uh, yes. You're now covered in pink stuff. <laughs> the forest has disappeared. You you see um, the the steel floors and walls of what seems to be the John on board a military vessel, and you've just flushed the toilet, and this pink stuff is flowing out of it. And you look around the room to see if there's a a, a, a rail or something you can grab onto because it's all slippery and slimy. And somebody hands you a steel bar to hold onto, and it's your brother, and he's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I, Reggie looks, looks around. He, he, he looks around, surprised. Oh, where's... Uh... Did I give him a name? You realize that this is a um, this is a vessel, um, the the Gilgamesh. Uh, this was the first military vessel you ever served on. Um, this is a toilet that you've uh. used many times, and you don't know what's with this pink stuff that won't stop coming out of the toilet, but it's starting to dissolve the floors and walls and it sticks out a pseudopod like it wants to dissolve you and your brother tentatively he, reaching out toward you uh instinct in, reggie just lunges towards his brother and grabs him and, tr- and tries to get him out of the stall all right i need a grace roll from you i cannot fucking remember if i gave him a name i don't remember the brother's name Guys, that's oh oh uh, do I add anything fighting the fighting stuff? Um, probably not. No. So that would be a five. Okay, you grab your brother and pull him out of the pink stuff to the other side of the room. Um, you're seriously worried now because you can see that it's dissolving the floor and part of the wall, and if it can dissolve the wall, then it could dissolve the outer hull. And if it dissolved the outer hull, what would happen to everyone on board? And your brother, who is no longer dead, but now alive, is hugging you back and crying. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's all right. We're going to be, we're going to be fine. Uh, we need to go get topside. Uh, Reggie just picks him up and just starts finding a staircase to head up, to go up, 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 up. You go down the hall. And at the end of the hall, not 30 feet away, is a spiral staircase heading up to the command deck. We take it. Okay. And we cut back over to Nash and the other group. You see Reggie flush a toilet and you feel like your reality is dripping away. 
but then everything stabilizes. And from your point of view, you are uh, you're in a nicely appointed, like old fashioned banquet hall. You're all wearing fancy clothes like tuxedo. Um, Scylla is wearing a luxurious evening gown. And there are waiters sitting at your side who are pulling out chairs and beckoning for you to sit down. Um, you've been invited to a formal dinner. Uh, Nash looks around, sort of, you know, askance at everything, like, what the fuck now? He says, uh, he says to Silly, he says, sit close to me. He says, look him, stay close to, uh, what the fuck's his name? Steve-O. So, say close to Steve. Steve, by the way, is fucking hysterical because he's got like, you know, he's got like beads in braids in his beard, and he's got like a weird uh, spiritual tattoo on his forehead and dreadlocks. He's like the white boy dreadlock spiritual weirdo, but he's wearing a tuxedo. He's got a little bow tie. So he's particularly funny looking. I, I recommend that you laugh. Because you're not going to be laughing in a minute. <laughs> oh, no. Steve-O looks ridiculous, and the waiters gesture for you all to sit down. So everybody sits down. And then at the end of the table, you, you see your host. And suddenly, the end of the table comes very, very close to you. He's right there, and it's Bento. And Bento is wearing a purple velvet smoking jacket on top of fancy menswear. And he holds up a glass of wine, and he says, I've got you now. Oh. You see, I was watching the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Boss? Uh, and he gets larger and larger, and his mouth opens up, and you realize that he's going to swallow you whole. Uh. <laughs> okay, next frame. Uh, everybody make a psyche roll. Six. Well, eight with the psychology. Eight, nail on it. Reggie. Yes. You just had a completely unrelated thought. What was that about? Um, it was about, oh shit, I should have stayed to seal, I should have stayed to get rid of the pink stuff. Oh wait, completely unrelated thought. I left all my all my paint cans open in my painting room. You're suddenly in your painting room and all of your mm. paint all of your paint cans are <sighs> open. Uh, Christopher, we own Christopher, that? my brother. I'm calling him you, Christopher. Yeah, your brother is no longer there. You are stepping back from a painting of Christopher that you've just finished, and you almost got it right. But then something disturbing happens. You realize as you step back that there are these wires and tubes coming out the back of the painting, and these tubes go up to a big machine above you, and these levers come down into your shoulder blades. And you, you, you realize that you never had any free will, that this is just a big circle where the machine makes you paint your brother. And as you paint your brother, that feeds into the wires that tell the machine that make you paint your brother. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just get sort of stuck in that yeah. machine flow for a little while. De de definitely Reggie gets a little lost here. <laughs> okay. And which makes total sense. And Nash, you just had a completely unrelated thought. What was it? 
I wonder how my old neighbor George is doing. <laughs> nice. Nice. You are, you and everyone else are standing on the front doorstep at George's house. He knocks on the door. It's like, huh. Okay. The door opens up and John Beta. Yes. Tell me one detail about what they see through the door. They're looking. Oh, they're okay. All right. Well, they're looking through the door is they're, they're seeing the back of, of Reggie painting <laughs> the picture of his brother with all the stuff in the present form, but they they can't get through because they're in a painting that's behind them. Right. That's exactly what's happening. And you're, you're once again back in that stack of paintings. So the painting of the group standing on the door is in a painting. And when you open the door, it's another painting. And that painting is a Reggie painting a painting of yep. his brother. But I'm not looking that way. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm lost in this brother thing. Okay. And, and Nash, add one more detail. Uh, hanging on the wall above where Reggie is painting is the original painting that Nash saw Scylla floating in the chaos. You look to your left somehow, and you see the original painting because Scylla, who was standing right here beside you, is now in it, way over there, swirling away and getting Ah. smaller and smaller in the painting that she's in. Somehow her painting just peeled off from yours but you can look at hers and she's falling away. And that's when everything changes again. Nash, you feel a horrible feeling that you haven't had for a long time. You've suppressed it. You've kept yourself busy. You've been dating and screwing and going on day trips, but you suddenly remember what it was like when you realized that you were responsible for the failure of that mission so many years ago. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh no. And that you are responsible for this here because you're the captain. You're the, how your crew is separated. She's back in the painting, falling away again. You're right back where you started, but now you and Reggie are separated and it's all your fault. You're a failure. You're never going to make it back to Earth. It's, again, it's it's my fault again. I can't. I just, you can't keep it together. I, every time I try to do something, it just it goes wrong. It goes wrong all the time. I, I'm not a, I'm not worth anything. Give me a psyche roll, but you can't add your psych skill right now. Yep. Uh, two fours. That's a yes, but you're holding it together, but. You're not he really, really wants to drink. You're not you're not really uh-huh. holding it together. Oh, oh, as a matter of fact, there's a bottle in your hand. Oh no. And the camera cuts away as like he looks down and the bottle's there and you see the bottle coming up and then it cuts away. Okay. Um now I'm I'm back to Reggie. Uh what was that thing you just thought about? <laughs> Well, Do we want to know? Well, what I just <laughs> thought about was staring at the the painting of my and the fact that I'm stuck in this this loop here. I thought about taking. I don't know if this is just regular water when they do this, or if it's some sort of a solution. But you put at the top of the painting, and everything just sort of 
melts and slides down, still just erasing everything. So I, I, uh, I, I start, I, I go to do that. I go to reach it and to do it on the painting, of my brother. And then if I, however far I can get, I will do it to every painting in the room. Yeah. Well, actually you just, you just had the thought of doing that. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you had the thought, you're actually doing it. It's, there's no time in between. And the painting washes away, and beneath it is just white, the whitest white. And it, you see the, it, it, this is 100% effective, right? It's just dripping away into a big white rectangle. The problem is, as it goes, you feel a corresponding draining going down within your cell. Mm. It's a little bit smaller than you. It is the exact size and shape of your brother. And it leaves a hole in you, not literally, but you can feel as soon as the painting is completely clear and just you're looking at a big white, as though there's a big square light panel right in front of you beaming whiteness at you. And you feel a hole in your life the size of your brother that will never be filled. Yep. We're back to Nash. Uh Everybody is filled with sadness. Nash realizes he's a failure. Reggie realizes his brother's really gone forever. Uh, the feeling of sadness is reflecting off of the atmosphere. The, the scenes that you were previously in are fading away. You're floating in black, inky space. Beneath you is floor. You guys are on the Marduk. Reggie is on the orbgasm. Maybe half a mile separates the two vessels. You're in, you're in your normal consciousness. You're in your normal body. And the world is terribly, terribly sad. And for the first time ever, Nash, you see little Kim slump down on the floor and start to cry. He uh, he just kind of stands there mouth agape because he's, you know, reeling from you know, his feelings of failure and, you know, he looks at Kim crying and just, you know, thinks even more like I, you know, I let the team down. I let her down. And he, you know, kind of takes a couple of awkward steps towards her and, you know, kind of like puts her in an embrace. And then she, she puts her hand up before you get there. <laughs> she looks up and her, her eyes are just fucking streaming with tears. She's got her hand up to block you. She says, don't you fucking come near me. You did this. Aww. My mind's fucking gone. We're never making it back. What have you done to my mind? I, I, I don't know, but you're right. It's it's just my fault. It's always my fault. And, you know, she looks up at him and he's crying. Reggie, yes, you are alone on the uh, on the passenger deck of the orbgasm, which is completely healed. It's back in operational order. Um, you're floating in inky blackness, and if you look out one of the many viewports, you can see the Marduk. I uh, just sort of mindlessly, I'm just gonna pilot the uh, the orbgasm over to the Marduk to go to go get it. All right, go ahead and make a piloting roll. Uh, this this is a quality ship, actually. You get a plus one, and what you're doing is pretty easy anyway. You just need to beat a four. Seven. Okay. That's a yes and. I'm going to tell you what the and is. You turn the sphere so that 
the docking bay is facing the Marduk. And if you wish, you can just surround I, the Marduk and take it within. I wish. That's exactly what happens. Um, Nash, you guys have fallen to the floor about six feet away from each other, both of you crying hysterically. And you're aware that Scylla and Stevo are also crying, probably about their own personal, individual shame and sadness, whatever that may be. You're all completely fucking devastated. It's the lowest you've ever felt in your life. And you feel a clank, clank. And you realize that the ship has struck surface. He just kind of looks around, sort of bewildered, and, you know, kind of like shakily gets to his feet and, you know, goes to look. I guess our door is still open. No, Kim closed it. Oh, that's right. She closed it. Yeah. So he goes to like the. Do we have like viewports on the side of it? Just like a Only in front. He runs to the cockpit. Yeah. Let's see. There's two. So there's an upper and a lower. Yeah, he goes to the cockpit anyway, because maybe Reggie's in there. Like, he doesn't... Yeah, you realize where you are. You're inside the the shuttle bay of the orgasm. He kind of, like, you know, heel to his eye, and he's kind of, like, wiping his face. And he, you know, taps the comm. He's like, Reg? Reg, are Psych- you Psych you roll from everybody. Fuck. <laughs> he got us. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I rolled, th- I rolled three sixes. <laughs> so Eight. I got, I got a, I got a five Sweet. with the psychology. Okay, so you're, you're both, you're both hanging on to it right now. The feeling of sadness is gone. It's replaced by that little sliver of hope that you usually carry with you in dark times. You may just make it out of this. Rich, talk, talk to me. Okay. Um, all right. So. Okay, uh, if I may, then all all Reggie says was, "Okay, I'm gonna need you for this last part, for this next part, Nash." What? <laughs> you can't you can't trust me to do anything, Reg? No, you gotta come up. You gotta come up to the. You gotta come up here. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm on my way. All right. So, unless we unless anything else happens, I, is it? Can I say that the de- the deck of the. Uh, Orbgasm is just is just Reggie's painting room, and it's got all the white canvases. And I have a painting going that's kind of like the polar opposite of the one that he uh, stared into the first time. Uh, well, that would be a lucid dreaming role. Yeah, that's what I want to try to create. Um, can Can I stop oh. you for a second? Yes, you can. Please do. Yes. Can I ask why you didn't just opt to jump home? Well, I was trying to do like a, I was trying to have it where we use his imagery to get here. So now we're going to use what he sees in the painting to get home. Give me a roll. Okay. <laughs> well, I rolled the lucid dreaming thing and I got, a, I rolled a five plus two, seven. If that's okay. I thought that would be kind of cute. And, and tell me again what you were trying to make. So the, it's just a room full of like the white, uh, the, basically the room that I that was just in when I emptied everything out that they saw me in. Uh, and then there's the new canvas. So your painting room back at home. My painting room back at home. That's that that's like the pilot the pilot deck there, the deck. I don't know words. Um, and the the painting that I'm doing is I'm using the opposite colors of like the black and that miasmic purple 
It's just I'm using opposite color wheel type things to try and reverse engineer the roadmap that I use to get here and then use the imagery that Nash gets in it as the roadmap to get out. So, so it's a so it's a white painting with barely discernible bits of other colors in it, and in it, it's a little more positive. It's like a little more like I guess is, trying. Is Scylla in the painting? Well, she well she wasn't in it the first time. That, that's just what <laughs> Nash saw okay. in his like hallucinogen because I had the room all dark. Now the room's all light. And I want I just you know I want to use his. Okay, so this happens just Nash. You tell Nash that you need him up in the the cockpit. Nash runs up toward the cockpit, and as soon as he gets in there, you're in Reggie's painting room, and he's just finished this painting that's the opposite of the other one. It's now this one's white. So, uh, yeah, Reggie. He just turns and goes, "You know, I never properly accepted that my brother had died." I just wanted you to know that. And then he just, I need you to sit in this chair and stare into this painting and tell me what you see. He like takes a couple of tentative steps forward. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like I I didn't know until after you, after you left. I I didn't tell you, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell myself, but if we want to go home, I need to, I need you to do this. I'm trying to, to, to work backwards here. He comes, he comes in and he gives you a big hug. Oh yeah, that's hard. You could tell like his eyes are all red. You could tell he was crying. And... Oh no, yep, yes, all all of this. You're you're doing great. None of this is your fault. I, I'm 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 sorry, man. I'm I'm sorry for everything. You did nothing. You've done nothing. We're here right. together, and let's let let let's get out of here. <laughs> are you gonna sit in front of the painting? Yeah, I I, I kind of feel like Reggie sort of like. Because Nash is just kind of like leaning yeah. on him at this point, that yeah. he kind of like turns him around and puts him in the chair. Yeah. But yeah, he'll sit in the chair. Yeah. At first, his hands are on your shoulder, like studying you, and then like you probably don't even notice, but I, he removes his hands, and this is this is where you start like to everything's bright. It's the opposite of what it was the first time. Okay. So um, everybody, make a psyche roll. <laughs> You got to beat four. Oh my god! I hit four on the head. <laughs> I got a three. Your old pair of ones. <laughs> Are there botches in the system? <laughs> uh, I went with the bone dice. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Reggie. At this moment, it's it's too much for you. When you say it out loud. When you say it out loud, that feeling of, of loss comes back to you, and the tears are just streaming down your face as you as you think of your brother. Yep. It's all you can do to to sit Nash down in the chair, and then you just can't handle the human contact anymore, and you 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 run away. You, ah. Whatever the the farthest you can get from any other human being, you just run to the uh, all the way down to the next level and across to the other side of the ship, and you find yourself a quiet room, and you pull the blankets up over your head. Yes. Nash, you are sitting down in front of the painting, and in the painting, in the center, if you squint and peer really, really close, you see a little pink blob, and it's kind of moving... It's slowly getting bigger. 
like he leans in because he's not sure that he sees it right away and he kind of like starts to reach out a hand and then you know pulls it back as if Reggie painted something he doesn't want to like fuck the painting up it's like the color of silly putty it's like the color of the the pink Reggie from that painting where he was eating his own feet yeah yeah and he just kind of waits for a minute to see like Reggie wanted him to focus on the painting so he's trying to like pick up whatever it is that Reggie was putting down like this is the key to something you see the little pink blob disappears and you're squinting and focusing and trying to get into the painting trying to project and there's a shape in the painting made out of negative space and it zooms up toward you and it has a silhouette to it and it looks like a human with a coyote head, and it winks at you, and it says, "You'll be all right." And then it's gone. Yeah, Nash stands up, and like the chair clatters back, and he like looks around to see if anybody's like, "What the, the fuck was that?" Oh, uh, you are on the deck again. You're not in Reggie's paint room. This is the deck of the Orbgasm. Reggie, however, is nowhere to be seen. He just starts screaming, "Reggie, Reggie!" Uh, Reggie, you ran all the way to the other side of the ship and, and closed the door and put him like you don't even hear him. No. Is he still in a suit? Did he turn his radio off? Probably. <laughs> That's a good point. Reggie hears you through his radio. Okay. I mean, you don't have to answer, right? I mean, that's... Um, yeah, I don't think he answers. Okay. It's like, fuck. Uh, fuck. Kim, Kim, are Kim. you still with me? Kim uh, comes scrambling up the steps into the uh, cockpit, uh, and behind her is Scylla and Stevo. Uh, Stevo heads for the. Are you in the pilot's chair, or was that some other chair, Reggie? It was just the chair. Yeah, it, it very, very well may have been the pilot's chair in in reality. Okay, but, there's a few uh, chairs yeah. on the. This is a big ship. It's got a navigator's chair and a co-pilot's chair. Yeah, and, it's probably would have been the the pilot's chair with like the canvas acting as the control panel type thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Stevo runs across and gets in the co-pilot's chair. Nash um, just Silla and Kim are, are there, and they're like, "Is Reggie with us? Is everybody here?" He he just wheels on on uh, Stevo and says, "Don't you fucking touch anything." Hey hey. <laughs> Still strapping. Like, it's all good, man. You're calling the shots. I'm the one that got us here, but uh, let your boy take us out, huh? Yeah, he, he tells Solo to strap in. He says, Kim, come on. We got to go find Reggie. He's the only one that's going to get us out of here. And then he looks at her because he knows that's like not the most comforting thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not answering on the radio. We got to find him. Shit. Jive ass mother. Fucker, honking, idiot. It's just, yep. she goes <laughs> yeah. running through the ship, <laughs> throwing open doors and calling out his name. Are you doing the same thing? Yeah, can I make a psychic roll to see if I think I might know where he went? Kind of like piecing all the things together to like, like I don't think he would be in the kitchen. Like, you know, is he looking for, you know, based on our conversation that he's trying to be alone sort of thing. I I don't really think you can. It's not so much about Psyche because he's never even been on this ship. So who knows what direction he might have gone in. But also that you were totally focusing on the painting at the time. So you didn't even notice what direction he went in. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. Yep. He's he's opening up doors, yelling for Reggie. And he's you know he's trying to be encouraged. Come on, Reggie. We need you, man. We got to 
Everybody's good. We got to get the fuck out of here. Reggie, what was that thing you were just thinking about? I was thinking about the time uh, uh, before I uh, I went away, where <laughs> where uh, my brother and I were playing Magic: The Gathering or some other equivalent. Okay. And it was one of the last one of the last things that we did together that I liked. So he was I was uh, thinking of that. It was a virtual magic world, which they actually had the audacity to name Vagic World. <laughs> Jesus. And we know. Yeah, I get it. Yes. It's just like, ma- yeah, I get it. I understand. But it's still fun. Um, yeah, but there's something weird. Your memory goes up to a certain point and then stops, and you literally feel it breaking off like a like a film like the damn it the the last frame of a piece of film going through a projector and memory just sort of ends there Ah, come on and and then you realize that nash and kim are shouting your name over and over again uh fuck what i what did i what did i what i do now (laughs) reg reg what is this blanket i'm under a blanket i'm in i'm in a cell of my own emotion Work. All right. I'm, I'm, I've, I've realized now I've I've hidden underneath a blanket. I'm out now. Um. Okay. And Reggie, I get out from wherever I am and and leave and start heading back towards towards uh, Nash. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm, so, I'm sorry. We, we don't got time for that, man. Come I on. Know, I know. I should know better. Let Let's go. Okay, and Reggie heads back up to the to the bridge okay. with Nash. I, I feel like Reggie like comes out of a door and like Nash is like halfway down the hallway. And, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like fucking, and he like turns I'm, I'm around. Right here. <laughs> okay, so um, everybody's headed back to the bridge. Nash and Kim, you make it back first because you were closest. But you hear Reggie coming up the way behind you, so you turn and you look down the stairs to the hallway at the end. You're you're waiting for Reggie to approach. But just as Reggie approaches, a big gap opens up in the hallway between you, and it spreads wider and wider. There's a river of lava between you now. This is probably my fault, too. (laughs) I've made the floor lava. Jump! Use the jets! Use the jets. Yes, okay. Okay, it's getting wider as you go, but... Yeah, oh yeah. You might be able to do it. Well, I would. I think what I. Oh God, this sucks. But I want to. Uh, I'll just say like a piss wave comes up behind me, and I ride it over the lava. <laughs> oh, it's another lucid dreaming roll. But God, this is stupid. What is it with you? Know? Waves, waves of piss are just so important in your life. No, I mean, I, Annette, Nash, remember this. This remember this part. There's a six, eight. <laughs> so he's waiting because he he's getting ready to grab you because he thinks you're going to use the jump jets, and then all of a sudden this wall. <laughs> I, f- I felt this was better. That's a yes and. So yes, the giant wall of piss pushes you across, and let's say it completely, you know, vanquishes <sighs> the river of lava. And a bunch of steam flies up and, and like a wall of steam just for a second, and then it clears. That's going to stink. I'm sorry. Everything's, everything's totally fine. Reggie is standing up there with 
with everybody else, or no, just at the bottom of this staircase. He's also got piss all over him. Yeah, I'm covered in it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need... Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie goes into the to the chair, or goes into the bridge if he can make it, before another chasm opens up. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Nash so... Behind you and he says, can this motherfucker help you? Who's that? Oh, Steve-O, you're here? <laughs> yeah, you can help. Yeah, he can help. Sure. What the fuck? Okay, we can do a help roll to see if he can make that happen. Um, but uh, also, at the same time, as everybody straps themselves in, you're facing forward, you're looking out the viewport. Um, John Alpha, look at your character sheet. Mm-hmm. First word that first word you see, say it. Uh, guilt. Guilt. All right. Uh, yeah. And beta, first word you see on your character sheet. <laughs> potential. <laughs> guilt and potential. Okay. The XP um, of potential. <laughs> when you look out the window, everybody sees different things, but you see everyone in your life who you have ever felt guilty toward judging you. They're all like standing out there somehow staring in through the windows with all of their judgment pouring down upon you to the point where the next thing you do, anybody is going to be at a negative one. And Reggie, (laughs) what do you do? Uh, I, uh, (laughs) do you feel you may have the potential to do something? Yes. I'm I'm thinking more along the line. Oh, well, potentially I could fail. Or I can, uh, I can. Uh, uh, what what's the fucking phrase? I could uh, live up to my potential and get us home. That's that's the way I'm looking at this. Right, so, potential can go both ways, and it's yeah. it's it's good that you have that thought because everybody, the the pe- the the people from your past who are judging you through the the view screen, they open up their mouths and they start vomiting blood, which comes right through the windshield and begins covering you. Now, this is bullshit. <laughs> now, everybody tell me what you want to do because this, this blood actually hurts when it hits you. I'm, I'm trying to get it. Uh, I'm going to oh. I'm gonna jump to Nash first. Yes, yes. Uh, fuck, I don't... I don't know. He's like pinned to the seat by the stairs and then the blood just kind of like Starts to weigh him down. I he's just, I mean, he's are you just trying to get Reggie. out of the chair, or you're gonna sit there and take it. I, I think he takes it right because he's because he's feeling all the guilt. I don't even think he says anything. I think like I think he just goes inward again and and just starts to. I don't. I guess he starts to crumble again because like at this point, this is all you know, your fault because you decided to be born. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I let my parents down. I let my squad down. Let Duke down. I let Kim down. Let Susie down. Oh, there's an unborn fetus glaring. Oh, no. no. Oh. Yes, God. there is an unborn fetus vomiting oh, blood no. on you. Oh, no. It's bad. He's, he just takes it, right? Because he was ready for Reggie to, like, get them home. So, like, he doesn't have anything to do other than, like, be a passenger. Okay, everybody, psyche rolls. Beat four. Uh, I got a five with the psych. If I have it, I don't. 
I guess that's your call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I landed right on a five. Okay. Um, to hold yourselves together, but nobody's nobody's freaking out, vomiting, pissing themselves, running away in fear, except for Stevo, who nice. screams, runs across the room, kind of scrambling and falling on the floor, and he's crying, "I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom." Steve-O. Reggie slaps him. Are you going to get out of your chair then? Uh, yeah, you guys are strapped in. Oh, he's next to me, isn't he? He unbuckled and started to like... Oh, he unbuckled. Yeah. I missed that. Now, um, now as, as far as you can tell, whether it's real or not, that's a question. But there's blood pouring through the windshield of the sh- The blood is starting to pool up all over the floor of the slip sh- and blood. Steve-O is slipping around in the blood. Now he's covered in blood. Ah, oh, Steve-O. You guys are strapped in. And the, the torrents of blood are now beginning to form fists with little arms trailing off. And they're punching you. And it's, they're coming harder. Well, uh, I'm going to, I'd like to try and close up the, the windshield, seal off this bullshit. That's a good idea. Um, with a lucid dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seal the windshield. Uh, six total. That was with your bonus? Yes. Uh, okay, this is a... Yes, the windshield solidifies. The blood fists stop making it through, but... One of them hits it particularly hard, and wow, you're glad you got that in time because it would have literally done damage to your face. Uh, Instead, it causes a tiny little crack. Uh, Nash, what are you doing? I, I mean, I feel like he just continues to take it, right? So, like, now this is physical manifestation of him beating himself up. Is the blood fists beating him up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then the window solidifies, and the fists are pounding against it. Uh, maybe that snaps him out of it then. Um, and he just he kind of like looks up and he's Reg, Reg uh, we gotta go, man. We gotta go. Steve, I needs to strap in. Nash unbuckles real fast, grabs him, throws him bodily in the seat, fucking snaps him in. So start the calculation. All right, okay, I'm doing so the calculations. Give me, give, me a, give me a grace roll, Nash, and just don't fuck up. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Uh, fives on the die plus, I don't know, athletics or whatever. Yes, and yes, you get him back in his seat and... Uh, I get back in my seat before Reggie finishes the calculation. <laughs> nice, nice work. Uh, do, you, do you mind if I don't ask what you saw in the painting this time? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, man. Let's, let's just go. Let's go. All right, let's do this. I'm gonna do it. Okay, just as he's doing it, the scene outside the window is changing. You are in the middle of a lightning storm. There's like flashes of lightning all around you and dark, dark clouds. It's like purpley blue and there's lightning, thunder clouds, and you're in the middle of a huge storm. And Reggie, add one more detail. Uh, One more detail to the thunder and lightning storm. I want to say it's raining blood now. Nash, 
add one more detail to what you see outside. So he's got to ship back together. Because I would say like Susie's face, but he's got to ship back together. So probably not. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense, but I, he's, he's collected himself. So I don't think it's that. Um, yeah. He, oh, how about this? So the, the, this, the mists are like purpley gray. They changed color to the mists of drear. And oh, then there's no. like a blue form that kind of like <gasps> moves past the windscreen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> exactly what happens, except for it becomes larger and larger, like the size of a bus. It is on the deck with you. It is just morphed right through the hull of the uh... ship. And it throws out pseudopods in everyone's direction, just sort of bursting out with these tentacles that come flying toward you. And it's... It's combat time everybody roll your fighting skill uh at a negative three oh because you're strapped into a chair all right uh, let's see so it'd be six so land on a five uh, four six three nash uh you are struck in the left leg you lose a point of grace Okay. Reggie, you're struck in the chest. You lose a point of health. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh... And since nobody's said you don't, I'm going to say you do have your weapons on you. Huh. Well, that seems really bad. Really big mimic on board, and it just smacked everybody. Kim was hurled back into her seat. She seems to have taken some damage. Steve-O also seems to have taken some damage. Everybody's taking damage this round. Uh, kill it. If, if the rifle's like locked into the seat next to me, yeah, I guess he grabs a rifle. And we move to the next frame. Uh, okay, and that'll take you a second. Reggie, what are you doing? Well, what Reggie's doing is I'm going to try and force the mimic to uh oh god oh i would like the <laughs> all right so the the casket i know we i i'd like there to be another casket and i'm going to force him into the casket oh okay that's a lucid dreaming rule yes so to close my eyes <laughs> get in the casket Oh, no. Uh, four plus two, six. Six. The casket appears, but the mimic is way too big. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll have to shrink it down. All right. <laughs> and and, and everything, is, everything is changing now. John Beta, add a detail. What's happening? Just randomly. First thing comes to mind. All right. All right. One, one, one uh, detail. The... Uh, the mimic dog. The mimic dog is is also here now. The mimic dog, and he's my buddy, so he helps he, us. He is also here, and <laughs> and Nash, add one detail. It, it's funny that you called in the 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 thing because I was going to have. Here. As as I look to the left, getting ready to shoot the mimic, Fitch is standing to the side of the mimic. Who is Fitch? Benjamin Fitch, my original. Oh my partner. god. Oh, Fitch. Fitch is there, Todd. Fitch is there now. He's standing there now. <laughs> no fucking way! 
Yes. Yep. Yeah, he is there. And he's screaming, you stupid fucker, get us home. <laughs> uh, and everybody make a psyche roll again. Beat oh, four. Good. I'm on a six. I got a five. Okay. You're both hanging on to it. Um, Fitch is, is standing right there screaming, you stupid motherfucker, get us the fuck home. And the whole ship, everything, including you guys, is beginning to like, where they're slowly turning the alpha up. Your Everything is becoming slowly, slowly more transparent. You guys are fading away. Oh, God. We, we've got to get... We've, uh, we've got to get Chuck Berry to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, what do you I do? Mean, uh, God. Just make well, the goddamn slip dynamics roll already. <laughs> all right. He makes the goddamn slip dynamics roll already. <laughs> I hit all the buttons to send right. us home. Fitch had to be literally screaming it at you before you yeah, did yeah. it. <laughs> yes yes all right well i did roll a six my little pony friendship is magic so that's a with the lucid dreaming two that's a 10 that's the 10 again dude hey friendship is magic okay so suddenly you're back in bay two at diaspora ranch fitch is gone the mimics are both gone everybody seems to be although hurt Still alive and intact. And the four of you all sit around looking at each other for a second. And as you, you, know, you, you get up, you unbuckle yourselves. There's a ground crew coming out to, you know, make sure you guys are okay. There's medics waiting off on the side of the bay. You see the alarm stop cycling and the klaxons stop banging. You hear Jack's voice uh, over the intercom. Orbgasm. Orgasm. Is everyone all right over there? And you're, you hear that, but the last frame that we see, before I'm going to end the story here, is you're all wondering what that pink blobby thing is sitting in the center of the floor that's the color of silly putty. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Wait, maybe we shouldn't open the doors. <laughs> what that is we're gonna cut right there uh, bravo good sir <laughs> what a crazy session so uh experience points reggie 12 oh boy nice and nash nine okay i'm up to 35 i've got 121 tcv and then 42 potential and now this new 12 I, I don't know why I don't get this. The, the right. 12 would okay. add your 42. So the 12 gets added in your potential, which will okay. equal, which will also boost up your TCV. The TCV is the total. of you the can total just running total. Okay. Right. You can look down or across, and it's always totally. Uh, well, great session. That was a lot of fun. Shit. That was the first time I've ever run anybody in the cow. And I think that the... <laughs> The surrealist brainstorming techniques work pretty well. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Oof. Good stuff. And now, silly putty. Yeah, what is that pink thing? 
Well, if it's from Reggie's imagination, God only knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope it's not I hope it's not from my imagination. That's uh, I'm going to have to do some more paintings. Well, in your <laughs> in your imagination, there was uh, the the pink stuff that came out of the toilet and it was dissolving yep. the floor and wall of the ship. There's also the pink blobby version of you that's eating itself, which is eating itself. Yeah. And then there was a pink blob that Nash saw when he looked into your white painting. Yes. Looks kind of like that. Yeah. This is also the little the little drop of pink blob that fell into the ship, into the orbgasm while it was knitting <laughs> itself together. It's a proto-Reggie. A proto-Reggie. <laughs> oh, no. Who knows what the fuck that thing is? <laughs> Two of us can't exist in the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> you made it back home, though. Fuck. Yeah, uh, well, we made it somewhere. I, I, is it home? Is it hmm. home? <laughs> I hope so. Did you have you ever left Reggie's dreams? Nobody That's knows. True. That's true. Oh my god, it's like a Dallas episode. <laughs> Dallas? Uh, I don't think I saw so, that. I'm I'm really curious when we play this back whether all three of us will be audible or not. I don't think there's. I mean, I think it's been all right. I mean, it's, it might have been like bad within the session, but I don't know. John does. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something like that happened before where it's in the audio. Well, unfortunately, I won't find out for like six months. Obviously, I, I mean, thing. you can hear him. So I guess the yeah. server is hearing yeah, him. I mean, everything must be recording. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Because I, I can't hear you, John. So I think, but you still have your closing wrap up and credits and all that to do. So I'm going to bail and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Todd. Thanks, Todd. It's a great session. All right. Well, streaming uh, problems aside, hopefully this uh, doesn't mar the, uh, the session at all. Cause this is a really fun one, no, but no. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that we have our sponsor, Birds of a Feather Coffee. They're a small batch craft coffee roaster. You can get the legendary brew. It's a nice medium blend, really easy drinking, a nice even taste. Uh, there's a link for that in the show notes. Uh, you could also do the other legends. Leg wow, I did this last time too. You can also do the other birds brews. They have the night owl blend, the hummingbird, and the morning lark. Uh, there's a decaf, a light roast, and a dark roast. Uh, they're also fantastic. Uh, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free, so we encourage you to check that out. Uh, feedback, comments, all that kind of stuff is awesome. It gives us all the warm fuzzies. Uh, reviews are awesome. It bumps us up in the algorithm, so we appreciate that as well. And I just want to thank you all for checking it out, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.